Bonza Pearl is coming and Hitotsu, lightsaber 100 to go, Hitotsu driving it down, lightsaber joined by Hitotsu, they're running off the track, Hitotsu just in front, Hitotsu a special win. Welcome to Bet Doctor, behind the curtain look at how pro punters operate, I'm your host Scoot, I'm joined in studio by the infamous John Walter. Mate, I'm actually scared. After just that mic check, DK is scaring me. So I, I think we're in for a good show today. It could be very explosive. DK, you're up and about, in a bit of a slump, self-proclaimed. How are you? Come on. You need a hug? How, how do you think I am? You've you just been speaking to me for 10 minutes. Just riding the crest of a slump, just sat in traffic for one hour. Warney's died. He's only four years older than me. I mean, what hope have I got? Anyway, away we go. We're a resilient bunch of us punters. How are you, Nico? I'm a bit more positive than DK. I'll give you that much. Uh, Super Saturday this Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, the vibe could be lifted in this studio for sure. Jesus Christ! Teary Tuesday here. I feel positive all of a sudden. I'm coming off a Mark Miranda in Sydney, so I I thought I was going to be the worst in here, but I'm clearly one of the best. Jester and more secrets. Okay for you yesterday at Sandown, Nico. But it was a tough weekend last Saturday for you at headquarters and. This is probably what uh, started DK on tilt. I think he got um, wrong Aussie. You've heard of wrong wallet when you back the wrong wallet runner. But Mate, he's uh, been jerking thought, off of a Totsu for how long? Yeah, but he, I thought he gave a really big push to forgot you. So I don't know if Aussie's giving DK the A or the B set. And this is... It's, he hasn't benched his son or something, has he? he hasn't, rest, hasn't, rest, hasn't rested the wrong child. There were caveats. Come on. Who trained one and who trained the other? Like, seriously. <laughs> Ma trained Otatsu and Trent trains Forgot You. Like, I mean, it's just chalk and cheese. So, anyway, but uh, we were disgusted when Otatsu was three fifty and Forgot You was $13. Anyway, so everyone's gone into Forgot You each way, of course. Probably back to each way. Grass bed at $12, $13. What's it, where's, where'd it run? Fourth. Fourth. Of course it ran fourth. <laughs> you know, but anyway, but. Oh, the run of that race was pinstriped, wasn't it? He's the, he's the only horse really, I want to take out going forward. Off the all What about the yard, Nico? What, uh, what did Hitotsu and Profondo and all the uh, the fresher horses, how did they... Was it fat? It was carrying a bit of condition. Uh, definitely was carrying some condition compared to a horse like Hitotsu. It looked like he'd done a lot of work in the lead-up. Um, but yeah, sort of looking at him from the yard point of view, I thought Captivant probably couldn't look much better. Pinstripe was really good in the yard. So uh, yeah, he's probably one that I think next start's going to run a big race in the All-Star Mile, but... Yeah, Totsu's probably just a freak, isn't he? What he's doing so far in his career, he's uh, he's hard to knock. Well, they blew it. They're blowing up there and queer about Aussie and that my relationship with Aussie. Well, what was the last thing I said on last week's show, the week for show? Something about Yonts? Did I say something about Yonts? Yonts. Been a chance in the Caulfield Cup yep. or something? Uh, and they laughed at me. Bolted you him. Know? Bolted him. Couldn't have done any more. Huh. I backed it to win the Caulfield Cup. <laughs> I didn't back it on Sat. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a, a bit of a hug. Walt cares. He's got the uh, stand-up Walt every this week, new DK. costume. you got the Care Bears shirt. Is that serious? Is that legit? Is that yours? It's very tight. It is. Hey? It comes up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just need a hug, DK. We all, I think we all, all these fanboys will love that. They'll pop me on Twitter like they did last week because I, I talk too much and they want me to shut up and they want to listen to him and they love him and his T-shirt. So they'll love that. Care Bears. <laughs> uh, all these fanboys will get more tweets this week about me going crapping on. <laughs> I tell you who else needs a hug is uh, Robbie Dolan. Well, he's just got punted from Huey, and I, I think it's his trainer talk looking for an excuse. I thought Profondo, he drills a wide gate. Where do you expect him to be? Why would you? Why would you? Like I know Bone, like they come out and said he's committed to the rest of the pro. No, no, they're not. They don't do that. The big boys. No, they so jump next start. Yes, but why would you? And and is there any horse left after that? Like what the hell? Are you, I talked to similar sort of horse, right? So both sort of on the way to a derby. You could one completely targeted one race. Mm. in his hometown, you know, obviously got the right run and everything as well. But the other one, like he's obviously race fresh, wasn't ready for a mile first up probably. His run was all right, but far out, that could be the end of him for the prep. And, and I think it was it looked like it was half a mission to get the jockey off. Why didn't, they, why didn't they just bite the bullet and pun him and set him for the right race and put Bowman on from the start? But interesting to see if they've got a horse left after Saturday. Mm. And you obviously uh, managed Tim and Josh. Tim Clark and Josh Parr, mm. the loyalty in racing and one bad ride. I see we sort of spoke about it in our chat group uh, on Saturday when I guess Bryce Hayes had that scenario with Spieth and he kept changing jockeys and mm. he had the problems with Hugh and then all of a sudden Brad Willow up the straight. So to keep changing jockey for a horse isn't really a good – like can can bring you unstuck. And well, then a horse like Profondo has got a couple of tricks. It seems like Robbie finally knows how to ride the horse. 
And then yeah, now he's being punted. He's like very a very lightly raced horse. But yeah. the problem is, like, Josh rode Castelvecchio for that stable. Same connections, nearly identical. And the problem is, same as Spieth, that you've got a little stable that have got a flagship horse out of the blue. Um, obviously, Richard Litt's backed it up a couple of times now. But uh, that horse means so much to the stable that they, mm. I think they overthink every single decision. Yeah. And rather than sort of having a stable jockey like, say, sort of Tim with Converge, you know where it's going to go. Um, something like that, you know, they're, they're always on edge and if the littlest thing goes wrong, someone's got to go under the Baby bus, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And and obviously Robbie did a good job with this horse last prep, but, you know, heading to Melbourne, gate 15, first up at a mile, off four days off a trial, travelling down there, all the, you know, 400% humid. He just had everything against him mm. and he's gone four minutes after the race. So it's not as if that wasn't in their mind before the race. It, it's just a weird situation, but that happens all the time and, and jockeys know it, but apparently old mates on bigger and bigger and better things. He's going on the voice this year or something anyway. Yeah. I, don't a chuckle. I reckon he's, he's not hundreds to win it. He's got it. A... They, they reckon he's all right. I haven't, I haven't listened to it. It's too much for me. DK would. D- DK would have. Yeah. He was on the thing at the, at the Emerald there the other night. Robbie. Up, yeah. Robbie was singing at the Emerald after the last year. Yeah. Sounded all right. Would you punt Mick D from Pinstripe DK? If he was your horse, what would you do? Um... Oh, it was only sort of he should have followed. Yes. I forgot. Yeah, well, there's so many good good riders, I suppose, A graders. And a $7 million race, is it, or a $5 million yeah. race next start? It's not as if it's a cup of tea race. Yeah, true, mm. true. Yeah, He had a bit of the collets, didn't he? He just had one blinker working, another well, that wasn't that working. That sort of horse needs a bit of help, you know, so why not find the right jockey to give him a bit of help? You know, it's not as if it's going to lead and bowl along. Yeah. If, if he'd had the run Bonds of Pearl, if he was one spot wider, it would have won the race. That's more what I would have thought anyway. Mm. Yeah, he just every decision he made was wrong, wasn't it? But uh, Particularly that one where he just said, I'll go outside, forgot you, and then the thing just laid out straight away in front of him. The flip side was he got boned off Revolutionary Miss, and I reckon if he was on her and had a rode her in the blue diamond, I reckon she nearly wins because he would have known he known that she lays in. Jamie Carr started whipping the right hand. He was whipping the left hand right. straight away right. in the Caulfield in the um in the prelude, so that's one thing that shits me when the new rider does it doesn't have the whip ready uh, in the left on a horse who's going to lay. Watch the replay. Last three starts, it's it. You think it not possible? It's yeah. a dead giveaway really from, from a really possible. top line jockey that's done the tapes, oh. done the replays, and DK and I in direct messages talk about it all the time, and he just blows up straight away. He's like, oh, Mate, D-Lane's done his tapes, and this other other bloke doesn't. It's bollocks. Most of them don't. Mm. Most of them don't. You know, like big races, yes, most of the time you'd expect them to, but a lot of them go to the races not knowing. You know what's what's really happening? It's um, massive edge. It, it is, but the, you know, and then yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know. All too much. You you, ex, you expect more from a jockey than what they expect from themselves mm. in most cases. And the good thing, maybe off the back of the weekend, is hopefully we can stop hearing all this noise about Zaki and Animo. You know that. So they always you know, said that good chance of getting beat. They got beat. You know, they're good horses. They're no superstars. More noise. We want them to start $1.70 oh, every start. Uh, more noise. Go, more oh, noise. Yeah, Where's Chris Ruth? The flip side. That's the flip side, yes. But the narrative and all this noise that they're champions and all this, like, yeah, that can be put to bed. And uh, they're good horses, but they're no superstars. Well, at least everyone's up and about. Everyone's positive. <laughs> I'm a bit more upbeat. You're upbeat? Well, now I am because if you guys, Mate, you guys I, are I in the horrors. I beat you to your own house. <laughs> How upbeat can you be? Oh, it's going to be a big uh, big show. We've got uh, Group 1 Newmarket and the Australian Cup. Walt's going to have a look at a uh, couple of races on uh, Group 1 Coolmore Day. He's going to have a look at the Magic Night. They've only had 600 mil there, so it's probably a good four. At least they've got a heavy 10. They don't, they're not going reverse. They're going to start at the worst and then try and get their way back. But It'll I, be all right. It'll, it, as long as it doesn't rain anymore, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it'll it'll be all right. But um, it'll it just, be just like last week, hopefully, sticky, sticky. It was amazing. When I flew in Tuesday to Sydney, it was just this massive cloud 10 minutes out. It was all fine, sunny skies, got to the edge, and literally the plane just started to, like, I thought it was going to tip over, and then bang. It was like just someone had turned the bath tap on the plane, and we nearly uh, nearly flipped over. Oh, it, some it, of the, you look, Hawkesbury racetracks are like gone. Yeah. It's, um, there's a, and there's spots, you see, yeah, well, when they're talking 20, 15, 20 metres above what they're normally, oh, jeez. Mm. Yeah, it's a very easy time for you with uh, all your uh, New South Wales sets. You're it's just basically fun. playing golf up here. Yeah. Mug punter, he's back in business. He's not a Sydney punter anymore. He is a Melbourne specialist. Market mover. Over, overpass. He's a market mover. He's good. JP said when he saw him parade, he come out pouring and he had his head in his chest. He said, oh, oh, oh we're <laughs> on here. We are on here. Top spot steamers need to lift, uh, but up first, I think we're going to go for a little bit of uh, a DK out wide special. But uh, Manscaped, they're the uh, they're the go with us. Twenty percent off if you type in Little Birdie at uh, the Manscaped shop. The Australian version or US version doesn't matter. Our code works in both. 
the lawnmower's a beauty. Uh, you never nick your nuts. So you, does your I head? Got that. That do, does your no, do, don't undo. No, 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 no. Do you ever like wash them? Do, do you ever wash them? How much you got to spend to get a Care Bear shirt thrown in? <laughs> oh dear. All right. We're going to have a look at uh, Cranbourne on Friday night. DK might have found one here, and he's making my AV guy work overtime here. Let's have a look at the market, thanks to Top Sport. Uh, this is the brown sawdust shavings. And DK's putting it on the plate. line. Hey? DK's putting it on the line. Off the he's bench. Off the bench. Oh, wow. I've come off the here bench. Here we go. All right. The favourite is Robert the Puss. Three dollars. Oh, I say, surely that's him. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert's Delight, 340. Uh, Can Tathan, uh, I'll call it, uh, $5 uh, perusal, $7.50, high ground. Something in Sydney, $11, and in Thrall, $12. DK has queued up not one, not two, but three replays. We're going to go all the way back to September 14, 2021, and this is the uh, the first little hit out in the orange and white. I won't have seen this. I was in purgatory back then. This was in the coffin. So this is what happens when you're in the coffin. The other thing goes, moves outside you and you get out, or you just stay there. And you stay there for 500 <laughs> metres, which is what it does here. just stays there. So there's Robert, just uh, moral beat. So that was it, his second start. That was second up last prep. So there he is, moral beat, second up last prep. He's second up Friday night. Just gets out. He, he got out with 25 to go, I think, or never got out. So that was that. So on the buttering up, he goes to Bendigo. Big track. And uh, there he is. He, he, was, he got shuffled back. He got a Griffiths horse outside him. And then here he is again. Held up. Held up. He's... Held up at the vital stage. Race get, goes back and he gets held up again. Uh-oh, held up again. Race is over. He's mile off him. Just charges the last hundred. And um, so he goes, to, which I know he, like, he goes to the paddock off that run, which is good. You know, he's got plenty left in the tank. They didn't empty him out first prep. Um, look like, so he resumed this this race here over 1,200. He's not, he's not a 1,200. Different colours. Yeah, different colours. He's in the, he's blue in the, and the white. Zara colours here. Whitest runner. Yeah, he went back and wide this day. Um. The Hawks' favourite had everything go at its way. Had a gay gay thing rolling along in front of it. Two dollars thirty the leader. He went back and wide, sprinted really hard for them from the, you know, I think from about the six to the two, and he just peaked a bit late. The winner had the soft run. It was a really good. He's not a twelve hundred metre horse, and he's that's a terrific terrific return over twelve hundred. So he goes to uh, fourteen hundred second up here Friday night. Um, he he's not he's not a great mapper, but what what. I like about this race is there's about four leaders in the race. So he's got enthralled led at uh, Sandown the other day. Uh, the uh, higher ground led at sale. Perusal was on pace at Sandown. Keller Tin will hold the box seat. Rupert's Delight. Now, Rupert's Delight's my favourite camp, of course. My favourite camp. He's typical of them. Typical horse. He's, he, Griffiths to Cop. He's having his 11th run for the prep. 11th. He's been up in his first <laughs> run in the first week of September. And he's 11th run for the prep. Um, so he's, he's in tonight. He's in the night, but there's a good, very good chance that prep, you know, why not? He's 12th on the prep, we'll give him the one-day backup. Why not? You know, they probably will. <laughs> if there's any camp that'll do it, it's them. But, um, yeah, so there's good speed here. So I thought he'd just, he'd just be able to park around him. The rail's back in the true. You'd be able to, you know, but rather than the, the rail out there, the rail true sort of helps. You can run on a bit there. So I thought he'd park off him um, and wind up strongly down the middle and round him up. Good, up tomorrow good horse for D Thornton. That's where you want to see him sort of back, making decisions, having a go early if he has to. Like he's happy to do that. And so he was he, he wants redemption too, because he was on it Bendigo. So it's only been him and Frosty on the horse. Yep. I, someone wrote, I think D Moore wrote it first up. But Frosty's had two goes on it, and there's right coffin in that first up run. D Thornton had that run at Bendigo, where just had to find some any room at all. And he got he got held up at Bendigo all the way. I mean, it just doesn't say so he'll be looking for redemption. Um so he'll be hungry to get the win on the horse. Um, and I just thought, yeah, that's good speed on the race, and he, he could round them up. Um, hope that, as I said, I think the price will hold up a bit because he's going to be off off them a bit, just just back off them. So even though if 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 Griffiths doesn't run their horse, he's going to come into two sixty or two seventy. But I think, still think he'll run somewhere around the, around the three dollars because he's going to be giving them a little bit of a start. The uh, the grandstand will be cheering that one. Robert the puss. What to get held up Robert or to, to rip down the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everyone. <laughs> I uh, like yeah. Uh, uh, it looks like uh, give DK's it plenty been... of room, son. Give it plenty of room. That's all I'd be telling him. Yeah. He's Christ, been waiting a very, very long time, and uh, you can see it. Can't you? Steps out, steps out over twelve hundred meters, and every start prior it was fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred meters. All right, that, that says to me he's come back a bit sharper this prep. Uh, mm. Ideally, he's, he's got to get to probably two thousand. But the, the, the fact that he kicked him off over twelve, it's a, 
and his jump bounce. Nice clean He looked run. sharp in the jump bounce. He looked sharper. So it was a good run first up. What have you made of uh, the Yalit and Zara split? How are you sort of handling them? Um, they were a camp I liked backing. If I, if I saw when they were together and I saw one in and I liked it, I was happy to back it, particularly Cranburns and Kitens and joints like that. They were put the pen through them on debut. They were like one from 80 on first starters. So that was good together. So now they broke, then they broke off. They split. Matty Allerton went eight from about eight from 40, and Simon Zara went none from 50 mm. when they started. So then I'm scratching my head going. Then Simon's he had a city double, or didn't he at Sandown the other day? He might get going, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because I just, the history, and I'm saying Simon just took a while to warm up, or so, you know, he had a few close seconds and things. Matty's come off a bit um, from that big start, but they did, they did set. When they split, they went like that. One flew and one went shit out. But I think they're good trainers. So, look, you know, I think I'm happy to um, – and they use good jockeys, D-Lane, D-Thornton. They train at Flemington. They've got nice cattle. So I'm giving him the – look, his stats are down still. He's only five from 110 or something, Simon. But I'm just hoping um, – I'm thinking it'll balance out in the end. All right. Hopefully we can uh, get the cash there with uh, Robert the Puss on Friday night at Cranbles. That's race number two there. And he's uh, racing in the Blue Silks now with uh, Simon Zara, who's out on his own. If uh, you want to uh, dig deeper into the stats, make sure you check out punningform.com.au. DK loves it. He obviously uh, does his homework. He uh, can identify stables he loves and also the ones that are having a bit of a quiet patch as well. Helps. So what you're saying is Punningform helped him to identify the puss. Mm, potentially, in the post-race stuff. In the post-race He puss. might have just gone in the post-race okay. sectionals. Post-race and they got analysis. Them. Well done, well done. <laughs> uh, get around uh, punningform.com.au and uh, sign up an account. ASAP, it'll help take you to the next level. All right, we're going to uh, go ad free here. Everyone's uh, online, and it's going to be uh, Nico having a look at the new market handicap here. here Race go. number six. Mate, I've been held up here. What's going on? Normally, no, I'm, I'm pressure out of the box. No, I've been in the box for about eight minutes. I don't want you to piss off early. Jesus Christ. No, if I'm going to give you. Best we've got to do the best racing first. I would have thought so. Ship before the shovel. <clears throat> new market. Uh, <laughs> new market to uh, time affairs here, uh, $3.80. Lost and running, $3.80. Artorias, $11. Mask Crusader, $11. Quantico, $15. Swats that, $1,600. And Snap Dancer, $1,700. Bonner Waltz Horses, Oxley Road, $20. Finance Tycoon, $21. And uh, we won't worry about any of the rest. There's a couple of big ones that I'd like count to Rupee first up. But um, interesting uh, little scenario here. And the replay that we're going to have a look at is the Lightning. Nico, talk us through this. Yeah, what's there to say, really? Home Affairs is just too strong for him. I suppose Nature Strip missed the start, and some would argue maybe should have beat him, but um, there's no Nature Strips in this race here on Saturday. He gets back to 1,200 metres, seen of the crime of the Coolmore, where it's probably his most dominant win. Uh, I don't know, I just love this horse. He's super tough. He fights off Nature Strip here. His win in the Coolmore was outstanding. Uh, gets here second up. Everything I saw from him in the yard. I think he was more forward than a lot of people thought he was going to be in that race, so he's probably going to be cherry ripe here for Saturday. Bit of a grand final for him to win the new market, you know, go, you know, two 1,200 meter group ones down the straight. He's going to be worth a lot of money if he can get this, uh, this win aboard. Barrier 16, ideal, I thought, just probably comes down the middle, maybe has a bunny to follow, maybe leads. I'd probably like him better if he did lead, but if he follows one, J Mac, he's going to be in the right spot. I'm kind of surprised he's 380, to be honest. Lost and running's a good horse. I think the level lost and running got to last prep where he sort of, Ran fourth in the Everest, got beat by Eduardo in the Classic Legend. I don't know if he can go much better. As you saw, Home Affairs beat those horses first up. I think he can go better, Home Affairs. I reckon he really could be the best sprinter in Australia. I think we could see it on Saturday. And I'm kind of I'm happy to bet up at 380, to be honest. I kind of had him all 250, 260. Uh, I think he could be a moral here, punters. Ooh, M word. Gee, that's uh, ballsy in the group one. Well, you're looking at me funny. He was close. No, he was close. He was just one off. Like Austin running best country and Austin running the moral. It's a good race. It's a Chris, good race. The Chris Waller factor, not grand final day, home affairs. I would have thought he'd be peaking today. Oh, sorry, not on Saturday. I think he had him ready for last start. But yeah. this he'll, he'll run well. He's a good horse. I just, I just, I couldn't believe the win of lost and running first. I think up. he's a new horse from last prep. Lost, lost and, and running. He's back. I think he's a much better horse, and mm. I, I think he could be the best horse in the country. Where's Artorius at, Nico? Oh, where, where is he at? He's drawn barrier number two here, so he's got no favours. The first up run sectionally was good. To the visual, he's kind of bludging away there at the back of the field. He's got the turn of foot to win this race. It's just can he out-sprint 
you know, like a mass crusader who's nearly unbeaten over 1,200. His two defeats have come in at a TJ and an Everest where he's run second in Nature Strip. Can he sit back with a horse like him and get over, the, like, beat him home, let alone getting over the top of, you know, your lost and running's home affairs are probably going to be, what, five, six lengths in front of him at least. Um, he's mm. going to have a task, but he is in very well at the weights. Like, home affairs has got to carry 56. Um, they met at equal weights in the Coolmore. I think Artorias is in here with 51. Yeah, 51, so. yeah. Uh, he's probably the the white horse, but I don't know. There's no fat in eleven dollars for me. Um, there's any chink in any of their armors. There's a bunch of interesting horses. It's got a million angles of the race, like it, six sickos. Like even you said, like Count de Rupi. Mate, it's a good horse. They've had it in wrong races all the time. Mm. It's a got like serious turn of foot. This is a silly. It's it's entitled to be big odds, no doubt. But like hit Quantico first up. There's a lot of horses in there that are, are really dangerous. That um, well, Mars Crusade is not a thousand meter horse. And no. the more I look at that Lightning Run, yeah. the more I like it. There's like that's it. Different kettle it's of like Terra Vista against the, you know, the, the horse. If it's on, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a race. Like I, in all seriousness, I think it's a great race to watch. I, I'll be cheering for home affairs for all the, the, the people following Nico in because I won't be betting in the race. But it's, um, you know, there'll be serious form come out of this race. Probably mm. the best race, but sprint race I've seen in ages. The turnovers is going to be unbelievable for this. So you don't have to. There'll be no turnover. There'll be no turnover. Well, it's a Melbourne race, but uh, that's all right. We, don't, we, we only talk about Sydney when we come to turnover. Mm. From my I agree. Days. I think Mars Crusade is probably the other horse I want on my side. He's been 15s into 11s. 15s was overs. I think you could probably get him closer to, you know, 6 or $7 here if you wanted to off his two runs, you know, in the TJ and the Everest where he arguably should have gone very close to beating Nature Strip in both of them. 1,200-meter records outstanding. Down the straight, drawing the right part. He'll be charging at him late. If you're playing exotics or anything like that, he's got to be in. But, uh, yeah, home affairs on top. Yeah, I'm not too sure about yeah home affairs, but definitely the uh, the big price runner there was Mars Crusader, and fifteen dollars would be a great price if if you secured that. But uh, as Walt says, I think you can make a case for a horse like Count Rupee. Any um, any like especially from exotics point, and yeah, like I I wouldn't be surprised if Boston Running came out one by five. I wouldn't be surprised if if home. Affairs, I don't know. It's just a great race. It's plenty of angles. Mm. No, but. Uh, well, from my days at Betfair, the turnover around twelve hundred meter races just absolutely balloons. There's just money comes from the absolute hills. All the big, big players yeah, like the, meter the, races, the it's market just so limited deep. to what can win mm. a lot of the time. Mm. The races where twelve hundred brings in the milers, fourteen hundred meter horses, fresh horses. You know the thousand meter horses stretching. It's just a great angles race. But it's just it's great to see yeah. a Group One sprinting handicap with a field like this. You know. I was a bit in limbo this race last year. Like, Satori yeah. beat Indian Pacific. Everyone was yeah. like, oh, what's happened to the new market? Yeah. September run started favourite. Satori is 50s here. September run started favourite last 40s, year. It's 40s. It's 30s. 30s. Like, it's yeah. just a completely different race. Even the Australian Cup, I think, relative to what we've copped the last few years, it's a ripper race this year. You're obviously not going to attract the stars that it used to get, you know, your Lonros and all that back in the day, weren't they? Something to watch. But um, We don't have any. That, <laughs> we don't have any to that, that could also yeah. be true. <laughs> Days of star racing in Australia now. That's how we're going. You're not going to start banging on the breeder horses and the Japanese again, eh? No, we're just gone. We're gone. But that's all right. It is what it is. As long as you get the best of what's around and it's a competitive race, that's all you can ask for. Let's have a look at the Australian Cup. Let's uh, let's fast forward. Uh, we can whinge all day long. We've got Think It Over at the top of the top sort market here. 310 into 290. Spanish Mission 460. Duas uh, 750. Cascadian $8. She's ideal. Been running some bottlers. $10. Call sign Mav. Uh, Danny O'Brien, $15. Uh, Maximal, interesting runner. Don't know where it's at. $18. Uh, Delphi, $20. Yonkers, 26 Surprise baby, 41 Looks big to my eye. Uh, Ho-Ho Khan, 51 And Steel Prince, 61 Think it over. Is a replay you uh, like here, Nico? Yeah, this is uh, last start in the Chipping Norton on the... Oh, no. no sorry, this, this is... Cool Sign Mav. Oh, this is Cool Sign Mav Spanish Mission, which is probably another key replay to look at. Um, Spanish Mission here, second elect in the market. Look, I thought this was a big first-up run from Spanish Mission. He was sort of eight into six late. There was a lot of support for him. Coolside Mav's obviously done a good job up on top of the speed. Would have been interesting if Earlswood came to this race, but he's going to miss by the sounds. Spanish Mission, this was over a mile, so getting to 2,000 metres back to Flemington, he looks very suited. was pretty forward in the yard there as well. I don't know if there's a whole heap for the team to work with there. He looked like he Spanish was... Spanish Mission? Uh, yeah, he looked like he's in going to be well set for a race like, like this. Garen, they missed the first half of this race here. <laughs> This is thinking over. Very elegant. Just called him late. I just don't think this was his go. Heavy 10. Like, he's a lot better on the on top of the ground. I think he's better in faster run races than what happened here. He was just sort of left a bit vulnerable out the front there. Horses with better turns of foot. You know, Yashi's ideal, Jouet. They're really good off slow tempos. I think if he finds a faster run race here, which is every chance he does with Cool Time Mav and uh, Delphi, 
rolling along out in front. Their best chance would be to go quicker. Um, think it over with Nash. He probably parks in, what, one out, one back, two pairs back, one off. His 2,000-meter record, I know he was kind of winning, you know, the Craven and the Hill last last sort of spring, and they were a bit gimme races, but he's fourth in the Queen Elizabeth last uh, autumn would suggest he's right up to anything in this sort of grade. Peaks here third up, I reckon. Nash, look, I'm on at a longer price, so I will say that, but I I still think he's the horse to beat. He's a little sniper, future sniper. Sniper. Eh? Sniper, he's a big future sniper, actually. He does do some you, of his oh, best Jesus, grub work. They do my head in now. Eh? You, oh, I just, you get all excited, then you press the submit button, they go, you can bet to win 500. You just want to kill yourself when it's four months out, and and then they cut the price by, like, by a quarter. It's get great, the keys. I know I got you in trouble. Get the keys. Yeah, that's it. They don't even bet you anymore. Surprise baby, Nico. I thought uh, it wasn't a bad run second up. It's uh, with Gavin Bedgegood and had some uh, issues, but... To my eye, $41 and $7, the place at Top Sport uh, has some appeal at trying to find a horse that's probably going to get back to its favourite track and, and run on and maybe peak there. Yeah. What price you got it? Well, yeah, I, I, I think he's in the game. Surprise baby. Like, we watched that Carline Cup replay. Spanish Mission ran mm. third. He ran fourth. He was the fastest last 200 metres of that race. Spanish Mission's, what, 440 here, and he's 40 to 1. Um, see him in the yard that day. I thought he paraded much better. That day than what he did back in the spring. So I reckon Bedgood's really worked him out. He's kind of a horse who, at his absolute best, he's right in a race like this, whether he's going to be at that level. But we've seen over the last few years, like Holmesman won this race last year. Uh, the year before was, oh, off the top of my head, another horse who was a bit out of form but shown a lot of talent. 50 stars. Harlem was probably in that similar boat to Surprise mm. Baby, just at his absolute best, good enough. So. Look, I think 40s you could definitely have something on, but think it over as the horse to beat. In that replay, like Dewey, yeah, that, it's, it just psyched me out that whole race where the uh, Dewey, like, obviously held up the whole way, loses momentum, pulls around their heels and ripping home three to their one. Does that say that form was horrendous? Uh, I thought Nash Road think it over horrifically in that, that race as mm. well, so I, I agree that it can improve. But um, Dewey's got any like hope? Has it got any hope here? It's got a hope. Well, it it, I think it's the one horse that could be immoral. Like yeah. it, its first up run was enormous and ran ran into dead ends, and that, that run on face value was huge. It, it'd be interesting to see what it does when it gets to the middle at, at Flemington. Does need a bit of luck. I, my, my challenge to JP was to find uh, think it over's back from from the gate. That's his challenge, but uh, it won't be easy to do that. But she's she, she went enormous I, there I to the off. Suppose the counterbalance would be think it over start a favourite, and she was a hundred to one. So maybe the SP mm. was a bit wrong, but. I do think she's best suited like in a race like that where they went slow and she can rip them, you know, on some big late closing splits. She's got a huge turn of foot on her. That'll be, I think, the key to this race. If Delphi finds the front, Zara might roll along in a fast clip. Like his best runs in a real fast run, naturalism, and then went way too slow last up. But if Mott finds the front on cool side Mav, he's probably better over a mile and they might think, oh, 2,000 went real quick in the Cox plate. Maybe he's a bit suspect. We want to go a bit slower. So if that's the case, Dewey, she's ideal. She has a massive turn of foot off a slow speed. They probably come into play. If it's a fast run race, I think it just, um, you know, favours the better horses. Think it over and Spanish Mission is probably the best style. The big thing with that race, that last race, that she's a very elegant race. Just trying to work it out. It's just on a bottomless track. Like think it over on top of the ground. It's a different different kettle of fish. Yeah, how do you know? Yeah, you can just... Uh, good. It's a good race. Shelby 66. Well, that's exactly Shelby. right. Exactly like, right. Uh, 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 an old-time professional punter said to me, but he doesn't bet on wet track, heavy tracks. He said, shit happens on wet tracks. And if you want to see number one evidence A of it, was Shelby 66 poking up, nearly beating Eduardo there on the weekend. Like, uh, I was waiting for the, the times to come out of that race and say that they'd run eight lengths below or something. The last I can't believe they ran, went three above or something. <laughs> like They've actually ripped home. That, that's probably the most unexplainable performance. I've ever seen. Wet track. Wet track. Yeah, but still, it's run time. Yeah, and, yeah. And at wait for age, and like, it just doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense about it. On the backup? Yeah, on the – well, I love his style. We're thinking about backing it three weeks up. It's like six of the last eight. If it, don't worry about three in a row. <laughs> I think it's six of the last eight if he backs it up this week. Well, maybe Griffiths the cock need to back that horse up. <laughs> yeah, like the one day. Yeah, the one day. I just want to Could do be it. something in it. And then, oh, imagine that. <laughs> Bottled up, one day back up. Bob's misses, DK's head blows off. What were the, what <laughs> were the big syndicates and the models do with like on the quick backup again off the wet? Because they they love the backup they onto the wet. So um, big syndicates love the backup. Did you see like Forbidden Love last yeah. week on the mm. on the seven day backup? It's failed twice, I think, on seven day backups. It was coming off the heavy ten seven day backup, and they backed it like it was it was bloody had the week later's paper dollar eighty best tote. Jeez, that was the most boring group one ever. 
It was. It was a shocking oh. race, but Jesus Christ, how did you know it was going to be handed the race like that? It was crazy. Leader, leader wins and outside leads run second and nothing else makes any ground. Like, oh, it's just nah. boring watch. Pete Berry stays in the gates and mm. and uh, and the other one couldn't. It went like a rocket, private eye. Holy hell. All right. If you want uh, more of Nick Noonan's uh, thoughts, final thoughts for the last three to five minutes, you can get them via Telegram. It's uh, 25 bucks a week and it's trusted by some of Australia's biggest punters. You'd be absolutely shocked if you saw who... Uh, Subscribe to that list, but um, I use it every week, and I'm not shocked, and uh, I'm a big fan of Nico's stuff. So fingers crossed that you can get the job done this Saturday for us and all the subs. Walt, are you in a good mood to do Rose Hill? Uh, the dual acceptors, I saw you got a bit cranky on Twitter yesterday. You're blowing up too many horses. I tried to pick the races with huh? it. No, no, well, you got, you got the, the fillies are in the uh, whatever. There's like four different races over the weekend. I was just trying to work out when they actually were going to decide what races they were going to go in. The, so I think they're pretty much The disease has spread north, has it? The dual accepting mm. disease from down yes. here, like rifting. Well, they've got too many options. The Phillies and they and they get made like I think Kembla that Kembla Grange Group Three Classic was moved to Goulburn, so they've got to work out whether they want to take it to Goulburn, whether they want to run in the Coolmore, whether they want to run in the Phillies race, whether they want to wait for the flight, whether they mm. want to. So I just, it's understandable. It's just hard to do any work. I know it's just one week, but they do it every day down here. Every day, the trainers, it's free noms. Just nominate the horse every place, everywhere, except everywhere. See where you get a run um, in three joints or four joints and then just scratch two or three times and pick the eyes out of the one. I mean, it's just shocking for oh, early. Betting, I mean, fair enough for all them and participants, and them, but for trying to bet in the early markets, it's, it's a shit show. Graham Begg was talking about it yesterday with the horse he had win at Sounder, British Columbia. He said he could have run him in four races yeah. over this over this yeah. week. I know it's a maiden, but, um, gee, they get a, they get a few looks at it and just – it's whatever Waller wants goes up there, isn't it? Just accepts in all the races. Oh, we'll go run this one here, we'll run that one there. Book the same jockey in the same race. Yeah, they just put down twenty eight horses with no jockeys, <laughs> and then work it all out. And it's, yeah, it's it's uh, it, you just don't don't look at them early up here. It's crazy. But yeah, why would you anyway? The weather, weather is and everything. It's, mm. it's it is understandable. Everyone's under strange conditions at the moment. Even Chris Waller, I'll give him a break. Well, I'll record that. Rose Hill, uh, this Saturday is absolutely cracking on Coolmore uh, Group 1 Day. Magic Knight's the race we're going to have a look at with uh, top sport prices on screen now. She's Extreme has come up favourite for uh, Anthony. $3 into two eighty. Queen of the Ball, three ninety. dollars uh, Miss Faberge, $12. Moco, 13 Winner takes it all, $13. Uh, Swift Street, $14. Uh, Celestial Spirit, 15 And don't worry about the rest. Uh, Walt, you got a pretty strong handle, I've been noticing, in your Discord chat and just in general of these uh, two-year-olds. I think. Uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know. I must have been high as a kite here. I thought it was 380 and the other one was 280. But anyway, we'll still run with it. We'll run with it. I think it'll get out come race time anyway. But um, Mate, to put that shirt on, you'd have to be. Uh, here's Anthony's horse in the, uh, the we, red and the white checks. We just missed the uh, the sort of vital part of this race where this horse got held up by the horse that's dropping out there. Fireburn got the run underneath it. This horse coming out of a, a maiden, she's extreme, which looks like nearly the best two-year-old form uh, going around. Um, obviously, that's not super strong at the moment, but this this thing came out of a Kensington maiden behind Conqueror. Seven Vales came out one on Saturday out of it. This horse run fourth there. It was unlucky in the maiden, and you can see it was sort of closing nice and hard there. That was only its second run in its life. Uh, is drawn sticky with the mighty T barrier board on Saturday, and just hoping that, um, knowing the camp, they'll be desperate to get into the slipper. So... I'm not. I think it, it probably only needs to run top two, maybe to get in the slipper. But they'll be wanting a runner in it, and I think they'll press the button a bit more Saturday. And the the favourite in the race, Queen of the Ball, thought she was a bit plain uh, last time when they tried to hold her up over the eleven. And I think just sort of stretching to the twelve here should be uh, difficult for her to to, to run out um, with with uh, too much uh, uh, gusto. So I think the danger is Miss Fabergé, which came out of that same race there and and was unlucky with the blinkers on soft draw. So I think. Between the two of She's Extreme, if it just needs a little bit of luck early, it'll be too strong for them. But Miss, Miss Fabergé is a little bit scary. Uh, Johnny Sargent with the blinkers on, third up, coming through the same race, uh, taking on Queen of the Ball. It's, uh, it's a heavy 10 now, but the uh, the weather forecast looks cherry ripe in Sydney finally. And so the next couple of days, it should get a really good opportunity. So I'd be interested in how many ratings it comes back. Nico, you've also got uh, a pretty good handle on two-year-old stocks in general. Is there... Anything that tickles your fancy out of this race, or you think Walt's on the money? Uh, I, I didn't have a good look at the Magic Knight. I had a little bit, of, uh, a little bit of look at the Pago or the Pango Pango with uh, Magic running there. I will say, if if these horses can, you know, like the winner of these two races is probably going to back up into the slipper on potentially another wet track, so they'll have the wet track form, 
I remember the last time, sort of time that happened, Cosmic Force, I think, ran in the Super. I reckon Kiyomichi might have won it. And they were sort of backing up off these two races and had some big, uh, big performances there. So, you know, the horses that win this, the market usually finds them in the Slipper, especially if the track's going to be wet there, Golden Slipper Day. So maybe if a horse like Magic comes out and wins or something like that, there might be an angle of taking a bit of a futures price after the line there. I don't know. I'm sort of looking for something like that. I think it's like, even though it's not qualified, I'm not sure what price it is at the moment. They, they dead said hammered it after that first up. Um, $13 still. So cool and got us five fifty. dollars Yeah, well, if it, if it gaps him tomorrow, yeah, it'll firm up for sure. Yeah, I reckon mm. if he come out and gapped him on Saturday, I reckon he'd nearly start favourite on the backup. But he's got to come out Big and do chance, it. Big chance because what, cool and got is going to show up off, what, about eight, nine weeks. Mm. Um, that miss, well, the thing that ran second to it, Russian Campbell. Con- conquest. But, yeah, dead to me. It... Uh, <laughs> it wasn't super. I know it was only a Snowden barrier trial last week, but you'd be trying to find something to beat it, surely. Mm. Serge Dan, uh, best of Bordeaux. Mm. Serge Dan won, the, won a horrible race last week. Um, mm. The third that show court probably should have won B5, uh, and it won't even be in the slipper. It's um, Yeah, there's a few holes in the market. Only best of Bordeaux, and whoever wins this week is probably the one to beat in seven bales. Mm. I'd love to see a pair of blinkers or something on Jackano. Like, I think Mick Price would be keeping that up his sleeve. I think what he was a massive is probably the gates to open about, you know, 1.8 oh. seconds before. <laughs> did you watch and, the Blue Diamond? Uh, huh? Did you watch the Blue Diamond? Class three. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see the Blue Diamond, mate? It was a dead set, absolute blanket finish between 27 of them. Mm. I, and the two-year-olds are that bad. I'm not saying it can't win, but it's not the sort. It's not my sort of horse. The, um, uh, just listen to Moody Camp this morning. Mullane's going to head there. To the slipper. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's. No, I'm just saying it's a chinky race. So like, it is a massive chinky race, mm. but a back marker on a wet track. Well, just don't, is it going to be wet? Oh, what's that? Is it going to be wet? What's the forecast for the 14 days? Is it going to be wet? They've had 600 mils. Doesn't matter if it doesn't rain for a month. Yeah, no, doesn't matter if it doesn't rain. It'll be, and they're going to chop the shit out of it this week too. They're going back to the true next week. Will be three meters, so they'll get three, four meters off this week. And uh, and Make chop the crap out of it, then they'll move it to the rail to where the chop is next week, and they'll get out again. It'll be crazy. The Sydney horses might have anything left. They're just getting hammered on all these wet tracks. He got a bit of DF, MF. Best of Bordeaux, mate. He's missed all the wet tracks straight to the front this week. <laughs> Eddie, go, Eddie, Eddie, wrote, Eddie wrote the other day, Malone. His his stuff like last two hundred was pretty good relative yeah. to the rest of the day. I don't know. He parade with a fair bit of improvement. I thought just sort of mentally in um in all those sort of areas. So I reckon the debut will really help him. From that point of view, and uh, Moody's absolutely flying. He's got the two-year-old in race number one. She looks hard to beat as well there at Flemington. So he's been killing it down the straight. So, look, of of the Melbourne two-year-olds, I'd be thinking Jack and Owen probably you know seven act Revolutionary Miss are, are ahead of him. But mm-hmm. um, at least he's got the fresh legs though. They're going to be like three weeks between runs potentially on yeah. a bottomless track. Like, what, is that really a great setup? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Tough, tough scene at the moment. The slipper Sydney racing is just uh, full of tricks at the moment. Be uh, be tricky for the. The new players, but uh, an old hand like uh, John Walter, oh, yeah. he just absolutely revels in the going. Oh, I just throw the <laughs> I just throw the blindfold on and just uh, pin the tail on the donkey. Where um, just needed like the old what's days, the, name of that horse? the um, where the Snowden, you'd have the uh, the 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 one that went grouse like Snowdens, and they backed off it and it got beat at a dollar seventy the week before, or two weeks before the slipper. That's right. Well, that's that's, that's, that's Russian conquest. That's Russian yeah, conquest. Right. Covered horse there, from Magic there's Beans. There's the winner. Day. There's the winner. There it is. That's the tried and true test. That's test tried and tested. Started the dollar ninety and just sort of over it went. Away. Got beat. Yeah, no, because that's it. Back it's off it. Back. Yeah, grand final all day. What's the Melbourne horse called? Melane. Oh, I think Walt's oh, just trying not to mention Russian, Russian conquest to try and get a price. He's, no, he's still I'm, chasing I'm his cash. I'm ball deep. Best of uh, best of Bordeaux, and uh, and I've had something on Chevrolet last week before it ran. But yeah, I, but I don't think I'll be doing a lot more. It's, but there's so no one knows. There's no answer. <laughs> it doesn't matter what anyone says, even if it's Dava. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help himself. Right, uh, Rose Hill uh, race ten. Uh, we're gonna have a look at here the uh, the benchmark seventy eight. The Cerrone. Uh, oh, hang on, I've got to go to my notes. Hey, I've got to go to my notes. Oh, it's because yeah, uh, you're in here for an extra five minutes. It looks like you've done four pages of them. I don't know if you sent anything off the. No, if you ran out of okay. pages. Hey, I ran out of pages. <laughs> All of these wallet things that used to run down here. Here we are. All right. Yeah, we're, no, we're Zoom on Waller, mate. I nearly found uh, Waller in race six or something. I, was, I just couldn't do it to myself. First up, Mar and Par or something. I was like, no, no, no. Not after no, no, no compromise. No, 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 no. no what, no, was, no. what was the ride like? Oh, no well, if it's not ducking and weaving for the Sydney Cup, I am oh, not here. Oh, my God. And I dead set. If Jay Ford's riding into the Sydney Cup, I'll eat a pineapple. There's no way. Oh, I nearly jumped in the car to go like, go find Jay Ford. I was, I was furious. 
That was yeah, and it was a weird race. If you said Zarek must be a fair animal, like second up, jumping in distance, chasing that fast tempo on that mm. that track, and just ran away from him. It was a bloody, it was a strong race. There'll be plenty of form come out of it. There's, um, there seems to be two of Zarek, or they sometimes are, are trying a lot more it. often than others. Yeah, yeah, it's been off the map sometimes, and mm, Jeez, it went good. It's just a, it's a real query run of that one. Um, okay. Race 10, <laughs> Rose Hill, let's get the show back on the road. Zoomon is the favourite here, 420 into 380. you 480. Russo, 650. Uh, Pale King, 750. Uh, Benno, that's DK's uh, little warm-up man. Richie Benno is always giving the uh, two for 22s. Two, 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 he two, uh, two. absolutely loves it. 850. Mr. G, $9. Military Mission, 13 Agnelli, 14 Canasta, uh, $14. Main stage, 21 uh, Well, we're going to have a look at Zoomon uh, winning at Canterbury. I think uh, I was in your disc. So this day and everything you go, it's why they've mm. gone out like 15 below and ripped home and he took off at the 800 and made full use of the advantage of the, the, the leader in fence, but he was only second up. So that's why I'm I'm very keen to stick with this horse. He was 1550 to 1900 uh, this night, certainly everything in his favour this night, but just a, a super strong waterhouse horse on his way to a derby. Uh, the horse that chased him then Ben O'Easing on Saturday and it was only second up there too. Pale face or something, he's just running for fifth there in the Chautauqua Colours. It's in the race as well on Saturday. But this horse, there's a bit more speed. You've got Canasta and a few likely types that will probably uh, want to push for the front. But th- this bloke's definitely um, adaptable enough to sit just behind him. Now he's sort of third up 1,900, stays at the same trip. Uh, I think he's won three times on soft tracks. Uh, there's no doubt that Waterhouse horses, hang on, the green screen's gone down here. Um, the Waterhouse horses continue to improve through their preps and, and he'll uh, he'll run you a heck of a sight. I don't, uh, there, there's negatives against uh, are the others in the betting there are wide draws that'll need luck and have to sustain runs, whereas this bloke will be sort of in the first four, no doubt, and, and be letting down and giving him something to chase. I, I expect him to run really well. You boys that know this horse? Is that, yeah, is it when he's made in a Kyneton that day? Was it Kyneton? And he looked like he was beaten or something. I think something that sort of headed him or something. He really fought back. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure he when he's made a Mowie on a real wet track one day. Zoom on. Zoom on. Oh, okay. Anyway. He's back a, in the spring, and then he's he went, one of those typical gay strong yeah, things he went to up the front. Flemington and was well backed, and okay. I was yeah. aboard, and he went no good there. But mm. looking at this race, like yeah, Zumon obviously he showed a fair bit of talent. I think he won on a heavy eight at Maui that day as well. So um, that'd be a tick. Forever you've got Jay Ford, so they might as well scratch, and they probably will scratch and come to Cranbourne Friday night because he's in there. So that might sort of it's like four four or five weeks. That's the only reason I thought it might go back to nineteen because he's got had a few fair break between runs. But I agree with you. That's why I don't like him in Sydney is because he's having that big big uh, distance drop. But he's more suited in Cranbourne if he's fit enough. And then Russo can't go in Sydney. He's just Melbourne only. Pale King's such a battler, so it's probably the race to look for the uh, the on the rise three year olds, isn't it? They're probably both looking to go back to a derby with maybe Benno and Zumon. I'd imagine Benno as well, and it's scary, but it's inside gate. Our King, who's riding like me at the moment, so um, you know you got to take it on a little bit. But nine dollars is certainly not bad for it. It can it can improve. It's got the uh, got the profondo form, Benno. Profondo form. Yep. I saw our King just flying in the outside, flapping around on uh, she's ideal, and nearly, nearly knocked over very yeah, early. Oh, I couldn't just, believe my eyes. She's she's just not riding. I don't know whether it's she's, she's uh, the old split with B Spriggs or something might be playing its playing its part. It took me one race to get the, the wrinkle back in form yesterday. So I rang up to try and they were talking about trying to get him on a horse in the Doncaster. They're like, don't touch him at the moment because he's got the family issues with his wife's family in the Ukraine or something and it's all on for young and old and apparently he's not in a good good space, the wrinkle. And about eight minutes later, he rode a winner at Sandia. Too good. Jester. Yeah. Racingwatch.com.au for more of uh, Johnny Walters' action. Uh, I think the night uh, was absolutely bucketing down at Canterbury that night where uh, T. Clark just went the full way. I think you guys... Uh, the Daily four, Double. They got the, the T. Clark Double about that four, night. Four winners in a row. All up, yeah. all up. That could yeah, be the last kept, one. Kept printing cash in there on a Friday night. So I enjoyed that over a couple of glasses of red on the couch. But uh, if you like horse racing, golf, and 1984 Gremlins cards and uh, Care Bear t-shirts, Walt will uh, help you out. And he's, uh, he's just across channel. it all. No, it's, uh, it's highly entertaining stuff. All right, our favourite segment of the week, Mugs Moral. Doesn't he blow up on Twitter if I don't uh, tag him in on the tweets? Can you stop? I'll have What's to... his six weeks of tipping? What's his... Can you explain what he's Oh, he's going to the track about? every day. What's that? He's going to the track every day for the next six weeks. He'll be there for his fans. What track? All the metro... Wherever the races are, yeah. not just the same track. He's just not going to show up, <laughs> you know, kiting every day. I think you should relocate to Melbourne. Him. He seems like a, a Melbourne man. He's a man of the people anyway. It doesn't matter where he is. He's just a man of the people. Let's hear what he's got to say this week. Hi, guys. Mug's moral. The mug looks like he keep. he's going to keep going one from two, 
Sydney, Melbourne or New South Sydney, Melbourne. Either way. So this week's Mugs Moral Guys is the Sydney one is Ro Rose Hill Gardens Race 4, number 1 Ellsberg. The mug was on at last start at $3. It's going to jump and lead this week with Tim Clark. Oh, in the smallest field, it's going to jump from barrier seven. It's just going to jump, lead, and go find your bookie. It opened $2 on some of the other corporates, but it, at the official bookie of Little Birdie and the mug punter, it opened $1.90 into $1.60. The mug took $1.90. So, and the Melbourne moral is race eight. Flemington race eight. Number nine, Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, its first up form is four from four. The mug doesn't know much about these Melbourne jump outs compared to barrier trials. I don't know if they're going around or just galloping around. It ran last. I don't know, but every time it's run first up, it is one. Every time Declan Bates is on it, it's one. Good barrier. Loves the distance, loves the track. We'll be back in the field. I heard Flemington's a very fair track in Melbourne, so it should be winning. And it is $8 in to $7. The mug took sevens, but I think he's seen 17 somewhere with the tab, but I don't know. I've seen 17 somewhere on um on um, one of the book bookmaker sites I use. So, boys, the Mugs Morals this week are Rose Hill Race 4, number 1, Ellsberg, and Flemington Race 8, number 9, Charlotte. Good luck, guys. Go to wrap. The Rabbits 13 plus against Brisbane is the Mugs football moral for this week. So, good luck. And what does the mug say when he finds his book? When he finds a winner, go find your bookie. Good luck and be back next week for a big gold slipper day. Tell you what. I'm gonna to have to. Uh, I'm gonna to have to up mugs wages now. He's tipping sports as well, mate. For eight days, I've been sitting on minus five and a half for rabbits for my <laughs> absolute life. Like it's all in. We're gone. We're no more gremlins cards. Nothing. We're finished. And he's come out and declared South thirteen plus. You're gonna to have to go for the split. Here. You're gonna to have to go back the other way. I'm trading out. I'm trading out. <laughs> uh, Shiloh down in uh, down in Melbourne. Any any light on the jump out? Uh, situation there. It, uh, it's a it's a bomb horse. This when it uh, when all things go right, Nico. She was uh, beaten. Uh, I would say a considerable 150 meters in a jump out at yeah. Colac. So that's her though. She just jumps out no good, but uh, fresh, fresh is best, and jumped out like she wouldn't win a maiden. So I think that's probably best with her as well because that seems to be how she does her racing. Yeah. What about seventeen dollars? How good? How good are the scrote going at the moment? How good are the scrote going? Like dead dead set. Talk about confetti prices. Like. It's just you just don't don't even look at a mother's or is it a mug? Don't even look. Uh, where it opens up at Sportsbet and Top Sport and these joints opens at eight dollars. It's opened eight dollars. Don't worry about that. Scrote and all the blokes fucking crashing into each other trying to knock off that price. At nine dollars, Gravina was the same thing Saturday. I was like, I, we had a blackout. I don't four hours last night. Nine dollars, the blackout will open up three eighty. Like mm. that three eighty is the real price. So I agree with you. It's all bullshit. Any. Keeps finding your man. I think he's just tro like subtly trolling you here. Overpass. Subtly trolling me. The bloke like, follows me around like uh, Billy Goat's gruff. <laughs> Pops out up from every bridge. Pay the toll. Holy crap. Oh, Billy Goat's gruff. I don't mind T. Clark, dollar eighty-five. Elzerg. Hear what Mark said. Just we'll find the front and just go find your bookie. You don't even have to watch. It's it's the greatest lay in the history of the world at a dollar sixty. Like heavy going off a heavy track run, two hundred meters up, which suits every other horse in the race better. That thing from Melbourne, you got they'll they'll know it better. It's not a horse that really jumps out of the ground, but it's solid. It's hard fit. It's got wet form, and it would be there. There's a. Uh, one of Waller's popping in the race off a little bit of a half uh, lawnmower run last start that could jump out of the ground. Wairiri falls back in distance. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think this is the, the the run to be finding something to beat Ellsberg personally, but he will get a soft run on speed, just mm. uh, $1.60. Just folks, is the horse that you're uh, thinking of, Jay Collett. Barrier one, Jay Collett. That's perfect. <laughs> it came out of the, didn't it come out of the Defane race or something? Defane race? Yeah. It's come, yeah, like he, it was coming out of the race. He likes it. Remember, he won his maiden on the wet. I reckon he went like a rocket. They say could Jay. I, I haven't done. It. I've had mm. someone told me Jay Collett's fine up there. Is that right, Walt? Oh, he he will do your head in, but he's a very very good jockey when he when he's in the mood. Yeah, absolutely. 
Better on wet tracks because he's a Kiwi? Or is that like except DK's grey in the wet? when the fence is off, then he's got a very good, he, he likes the fence. He and the white paint, they sort of, <laughs> but, uh, but he's, uh, when he gets the left-hand blinker going, he's a different level. Uh, very good. Okay, all right. I think Mug's going to uh, find a winner there. I don't know which one it's going to be, but uh, <laughs> he's having three swings at it. My, I, I, I just hope I, it's the last one, personally. I, I'd, I'd love to see uh, South, South not come. I'm back for South as well, but. That would be hilarious. If mate, well, got I got, got the old, uh, the, the Adam Reynolds was not going to be there, mate. Um, How's that going? Plowed, plowed, plowed. And... Is he back? No, no, he's not, he's he's not playing. Not? But I, think I the thought they were going to give him to like, the last hour to to be sweet. That's not what I read this morning. Oh, is it? I don't think it matters. Mm. I don't think it matters. He's a good player. Yeah. All right, uh, top sport steamers. These uh, these need to lift big time. Uh, I think Tristan might be starting to send me the B-city. I, uh, I can't work out why they've gone it's so cold. And there's one bet here that I reckon... Uh, it's a donation. Flemington race two, number three, rock o'clock, $410. Yeah, good horse second up. I think she just spun the wheels a bit first up on that wet track. If she can get back to her best where she ran, what, second in invitation, uh, she's right in that race. But she got a bit fly mascot, churaf, so it's, that's a hot little race, the matron. The next one uh, is a beauty. Shelby 66. No, it's not. Hey? It's not. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a joke. The syndicates so have started I'm still early. looking at it and I think it's a joke. Hey? Rose Hill race five, number nine. I had to just make sure it wasn't ratings, a typo. Mate, ratings, off the ratings. Morris McCartan. It's going around again. You're getting dizzy. 650, eight and a 650 against Gravina. Yeah, what? Eight, zero. There's a, there's a zero. <laughs> I thought Tristan was uh, having a bit of no, a No, it's eight dollars at a thousand. He's reversed it. <laughs> <laughs> He's reversed the bet. Uh, Dermot race uh, six is Mr. Larrabee. Uh, haven't done any uh, brizzy form, so uh, betting with my eyes shut here. Uh, race six, number three, uh, Mr. Larrabee, 550 at $8. Interesting anything, Nico? Any, anyone, just like the 550. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. It's underwater, isn't it, Durban? Oh, could be a bit of a lead there. Yeah. It could be a bit Is of a it, partial. When's Eagle Farm? They were telling me about Eagle Farm where they, they reckon it looks unbelievable, but they're too scared to gallop a horse on it because they just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> they don't know whether it's going to blow up or it's going to race like any. Like, I can't wait till that joint reopens. But, uh... I'd I'd like I'd like uh, blow up would be uh, favourite. Blow up will be favourite, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's. They, right. they say it looks like a carpet. Yeah, probably race like one. Okay, uh, military mission uh, race ten number ten against you, Walt. There's just a little two hundred here at twenty six dollars. What else? I'm dead set. Never heard of the horse. Mm. That's a good sign. Okay, Waterhouse Regan Bayless first up. Don't know it. Don't mm. know it. I haven't got that deep into it. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Good luck, funners. All right, I think uh, I think that's a wrap uh, wrap from us. So hopefully uh, that'll help you uh, find a couple of winners. DK might have found one at Cranbourne, and uh, Zoomon looks like it's going to go to the next level. Really tricky race, the new market, and uh, some great racing all around. Any final thoughts, DK, or just going to go uh, sprinkle a bit of positivity on your cornflakes? Yeah, that's it. I just I just like the back one that finishes within six lengths, personally. But um, anyway, but uh, we've got plenty of oh, the week. Oh, Nico. Oh, what about the weekend? Saturday. Uh, Eden Hope and Tawong, Sunday, Stony Creek Cup Day, Echuca Cup Day, Corua Cup Day, all mad leaders tracks. So it's got to be something there. Surely we can fight back on the weekend. Eden Hope, Tawong is an absolute mad leaders track. Yeah, yeah. So you can find one out why their punters is going to jump to the front year to year. Lure jobs, lure, lure, lure. Jump on the lure. All right, if, uh, if you want to check out more of the boys' stuff, make sure you go to uh, littlebirdie.live and head to the shop and uh, you can jump on board for DK and Nico's stuff. And as I said, Racing Watch for Walt. But it's uh, been another good episode. We'll be back next Thursday. Yeah, wish, I'd like to wish DK good luck with the drive home. Just hope there's no problem or anything on the way. He'll I don't want him. him get home with a bit of anger or anything. We <laughs> want him to get home nice and safe and sweet. All right, we'll see you next week.